Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fantasy Fair, the most magical podcast on earth. I am your host, Kyle Lira, and today with me on the Fantasy Fair panel, I have Alexis Moreno and David Moreno. How are you guys doing? Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're good. Hi. <laughs> now, are you guys ready uh, to be busy doing nothing? Yeah. Or <laughs> oh, we're doing something. <laughs> Uh, well, let's say uh, it's no surprise right now. We're gonna, if you read, well, if you clicked on this thinking we're gonna talk about anything else, well, uh, that's obviously asinine and stupid because we are reviewing Christopher Robin today. And, uh, if you listened to last week's uh, Once Upon a Retrospect, you would know that me and Moreno were obviously very hyped about this movie. I don't know about you, David. But uh, we were very uh, anxious for this movie to arrive. And like the way that we talked about it just hyped us up even more. Um, did all the hype uh, live up to our expectations? Well, uh, you'll find out here on Fantasy Fair. So, let's begin. Uh, I know uh, Moreno, uh, uh, David, uh, Moreno, you and I talked about it for a little bit, but David, um, I want to know what your initial thoughts were first going in. Not the actual movie itself, but going into the actual, uh, going into the movie itself. No, I mean, I kind of knew what the story was going to be about from the beginning. Uh-huh. Uh, I just kind of hope any like i get some emotion out of it whether it's sadness or happiness or tears and yeah i got excited for it especially since i saw the first one in the pool just a few days before uh-huh so yeah so you were so you were amped up for it pretty oh, much yeah. yeah very much <laughs> i think i kind of amped it up for him <laughs> <laughs> Well, good, because then what is uh, what is a Disney diehard's uh, job but to get people hyped up for these kind of things, <laughs> and especially one that I fully support. I mean, it it wasn't this movie really really wasn't a remake per se. They had the characters from like the classic uh, Disney movie, yeah, but it wasn't a remake, full on remake. It had an original story, it had everything uh, going along with it. Um, so I was actually like thrilled. I'm like, yes, they're telling something with, uh, intellectual properties and they're actually telling an original story. And that's what I was like, okay, let's do it. And plus it kind of helped that it was Winnie the Pooh because yes, Winnie the Pooh was life. Um, so that was going in. Um, what did you guys think about the movie? I'll review it later. Mm-hmm. I I just I'm I'm really curious to knowing what you guys, what you guys thought about the about the whole ordeal. Did you, okay, uh, Moreno? I would be very disappointed uh, if you uh, told me you didn't cry during this movie. <laughs> were, there, were there tears? Oh, there was sobbing. It wasn't just tears. It was legit ugly crying. <laughs> I, I, was, I got, like, so scared that the people behind me were, like, starting to notice, and, like, I started covering my face, because it was so bad. 
and, and I was starting to get embarrassed because she was crying so much. <laughs> I was like, calm down. Like, I know this is this is great and all, just calm down. <laughs> Chill out, girl. <laughs> um, you know, I don't I don't blame you. I I I cried at least once during the movie. I was I was literally you at the ending of Rogue One, (laughs) which we know I looked like a swollen toe. (laughs) Oh man! Oh man! I I I wish I was there with you guys. (laughs) I would have been excited to see. Yeah, it was instead of everybody laughing in my face. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I was laughing at myself because I. Like, at the end, I was like, man, I cried so much. Like, my eyes were hurting the rest of the night because I was crying so much. <laughs> uh, you should have brought the you should have brought the Kleenex. Like I should have. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, talk about the movie. Talk about the movie. What, what did you did you, did you uh, Honestly, just like everything, I really, really like this movie a lot. Like, it, it's definitely not, like, the best movie ever, but, uh-huh. like, it, it really hits you, like, with everything, especially if you know these characters. Um, yeah. It's so, it's so cute, and I like that they kept a lot of the same humor that they have in the movies, and um, it's just, it's literally all of the same characters just put, like, in the, in the future, I guess you could say. And I love it. In a it. more, I, it's not even modern setting. It's like a more uh, domestic setting. Yeah, yeah. Is the way to describe and it. And one of my favorite things is the interaction that they have with the outside world, other than the Hundred Acre word, Woods. I love that. Because we never really saw that, and, and the thing that was that I had trepidations with was, uh, will it go full Smurf? Like what the Smurfs movie did, um, where it's like, oh, they're in the modern world, wacky, wacky stuff going uh-huh. on, and then, mm-hmm. and then a couple of fart jokes are made, and then, uh, and then hijinks ensue, and yeah, there were hijinks, but it was like cleverly and meticulously done, uh, hijinks. I was in the movie. It wasn't pandering, and that's what—that's another thing that I was worried about going into this movie is that it would be uh, pandering to uh, kid audiences and mm-hmm. everything like that. But no, um, uh, you're actually interested in uh, in budget cuts. <laughs> yeah, like it, it. I mean, it's definitely like the other movies. Like it's it's happy and it's funny and stuff but it does have like a deeper meaning to it yeah and it's basically just to lighten up a little bit (laughs) yeah because the the movie like it's so like darkly shot yeah Mm -hmm. um even the even the stuffed toys like you think they would make them brighter for this movie but no they seem gloomy Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, it, it, there was one review that I saw, and it said, it feels more like Eeyore than Tigger. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. And, 
and kinda, which by the way, uh, from I, I watched it with uh with some family and my little brother's favorite part was how uh gloomy uh Eeyore was and just like uh everything. But uh <laughs> before we get too off uh off tangent, let's uh let's talk about characters, uh who stood out to you, what were your favorite moments? Um yeah, uh David Fair character, why? Oh man, I want to I want to say Pooh, but that's kind of obvious. <laughs> uh huh. So I think I'll say McGregor. Uh, Christopher McGregor Robin. Christopher Robin. Yeah, especially when like he started to like be a kid again, because I kind of uh-huh. saw that in him, like he was being a kid. Yeah, <laughs> like he was that Christopher Robin that uh-huh. you knew in the animated movies. Mm-hmm. Um. Moreno. Um, uh, my favorite character. Towards this I, time. I think still Eeyore. <laughs> still Eeyore. Yeah. He was magnificently portrayed by uh, Brad Garrett. I think that was a good, good choice, um, to play my homeboy Tigger. Let me. This is gonna become a a Tigger minute right here. I. Uh, <laughs> Tigger uh, was everything and more what I wanted from this movie. Yeah. Uh, he was very Tigger. Uh, a <laughs> lot of his actions, a lot of his mannerism th- 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 was uh, <laughs> very uh, was very Tigger-ish. Uh, thrilled. Absolutely thrilled they added the Tigger song. Oh my god, I got very emotional at the <laughs> <laughs> It's supposed to be an uplifting song. <laughs> I know, but I was just so happy that they added it in there, and then they added the T.I. Doga The smell turn. It's just it's great. It's just wonderful. And then, uh, like, he's like, well, let me tell you who I am. And then Eeyore was like, oh, boy. And then they, he, sang, he started to sing the song. Yeah, and... he's like, this happens all the time. <laughs> he sings that song a lot. And he's just gloomy and everything poo um i there was one part of the movie where i was like uh you could go fuck off um and that was the part where christopher robin was verbally abusing poo oh my god i could not handle it (laughs) i physically could not handle that part (laughs) like he was like yelling at him he's like no wonder why you're a a bear of very little brain and oh. you know started berating him and the problem was is that Pooh understood what he yes! meant yes and then when he's just like did he forget about me oh my god <laughs> uh okay let's talk about the uh the the beginning of the of the movie uh first off we open up the movie with uh they're the the people in the hundred acre the civilians in hundred acre wood are throwing a farewell party for Christopher Robin, and you get a uh, a new Pooh song, a brand new uh, Winnie the Pooh song with Goodbye Farewell, um, which it's the first uh, official Winnie the Pooh song since uh, uh, the two thousand eleven movie. Uh, what do we what do we think about? Uh, the new songs 
particular. It was cute. It was like it just felt like it belonged in it. Mm-hmm. It felt like it belonged in the universe. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. And then uh, everything. Let's talk about voice casting. Uh, we had Toby Jones as Owl. Did you? Did you guys like that at all? Or I liked Owl. Yeah, I liked. To, I really liked his design. Yeah, how he looked like an actual owl, and it looked like it transitioned well from the animated to the that uh, that's some of the problems that I had with Beauty and the Beast is that the some of the designs didn't transition well into the only design that I was like all for was the design that they had for Cogsworth because of all the gears and he could see everything and his face was literally a gear um so that was really cool but just the designs that they had for the for the world for the um but the characters of this looked like they looked like a combination of the aa milne um uh designs crossed mm-hmm. with the disney characters oh also the disney logo amazing yeah, how no. it transitioned to like storybook, mm-hmm. and like a uh, AA Milne's design, and I I thought that was a really cool, cool thing. And then they opened, you hear subtle bits of the um, Winnie the Pooh theme. Yeah, uh, instantly in. started crying. <laughs> <laughs> so right off from the Disney logo, you started crying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I it's like a, that you can hear like bits and pieces of the songs like throughout the movie too. I loved it. Yeah, and then it's like the uh you when he uh when he spills the honey. Oh my god, that was amazing. I loved he, that they added like how sticky it is and he just has to clean everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, when he spilled the honey, you could hear the Weenie the Pooh theme playing. Mm-hmm. And that right there, I'm like, okay, this is this is this this shit is gonna get real real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, poo is gonna come, and it's gonna be a uh, hundred acre wood, and then it and then it cuts to the hundred acre wood, and Poo is sleeping, uh, and he does the up down touch yeah. the ground song. Cute. I love <laughs> that's it. my favorite one actually. <laughs> up. Down, touch the ground, in the mood for food. This is great. It's just uh, very poo. That, 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 that's what I could put down to this. If I could put down into words, that's all I could describe this movie. It's very poo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Jim Cummings is darling, doing the voices of both Tigger and Pooh. And I is just... It's wonderful hearing his voice, especially in like good quality audio and hearing his voice come out from a movie screen again feels very right. Like everything is right in the world because of that. Um, let's uh, let's talk about a uh, favorite moment. So point out what your favorite moments are. Uh, Moreno's. Let's uh, let's talk with uh, uh David, David, what are your favorite moments in the movie so far? Well, there's oh, yeah. one, the whole thing. Well, one part that like made me laugh the most <laughs> was when Christopher was saving Eeyore from the waterfall. Yeah, oh yeah, and then it turns out it's not so dangerous. It's, just <laughs> it's like, like, oh yeah, I'm older now, so it's not that big. <laughs> and then you yeah. see the waterfall is just like, 
It's just a foot long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I love that he like himself starts cracking up too. And yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh, I've been a doofus, and then uh, him getting reunited with the uh, gang in the Hundred Acre Wood felt very, very right. It felt, it felt right. Yeah. Like it didn't feel like it. It could have easily felt forced, mm-hmm. but it transitioned perfectly. Like he started uh, meeting them one by one, uh, versus like all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he I investigated mean, it until too. That's what I liked. And, like yeah. it wasn't just ah, oh, they probably were there. No, it was just like oh, this happened and this and then and then treats And we o- we always catch the adventures when we watch like the animated uh, shows or movies. We always find uh christopher robin uh in the midst of looking for uh his friends in the hundred acre wood and we get to actually see that this time around Mm -hmm. Uh, because usually like he he is in the beginning of a story and then he doesn't come back till after when everything happens yeah yeah, and after he's looked for it and that's pretty much what we got here uh the in-between yeah him looking for his friends and we see a little story happen like his uh his thing comes out like and then he sees uh he sees the owl's house fall down he sees uh he sees like there was some sort of meeting or something like that where they had like excavation plans and he could see a whole story with that and that was a meticulous detail that i thoroughly enjoyed yeah Um, and uh Another another thing is that, you know, this is the part that I lost it, is that, you know, after everything, he meets everybody, Pooh, uh, Rue, Kanga, Owl, Rabbit, Tigger, uh, Piglet, Eeyore, the list goes on. And then he's like, but where's Pooh? And he's like, I know where he is. And he's in the spot that he last oh. saw him. <laughs> and, and he sits down with him on that log next to the tree looking out into the sunset and he's like uh uh Pooh, you know i i've been a huge uh i've been a huge idiot pretty much and uh and then he hugs him like nobody's business like you could really tell that he needed that hug um and he starts crying i'm starting to cry <laughs> and then everything happens and then he squeezes Pooh and just that added level of of a Poohisms when he says uh uh you're squashing me no. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit uh, he, that's says, right. like, he says my favorite like poo quote there well if I can remember it's like in yesterday when it was tomorrow or something like that and he like continued to talk. It that was, was at the end, though, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, that was at the end. Not that part where you're oh, talking okay. about. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that one's my favorite. <laughs> it was like today. I today is tomorrow. No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's. Just, it's just like the non-monotony of Pooh is. I uh, is the thing that stands out. It's very like the execution i could say i i'll praise the execution in this movie it was 
the way that the characters are executed. A lot of the voice cast uh, did a really good job transitioning uh, Pooh into the into live action because uh, it it seems like that move that sort of movie would only translate to animated, and you would think that okay, let's let's do the animated things, but. Uh, this, it's not like Disney hasn't done this kind of movie before where you have like the stick in the mud and a familiar Disney property trying to uh, trying to uh, brighten up the day, you so to speak. I mean, you have uh, a prime example, uh, Peter Pan Returned to Neverland. Jane is that stick in the mud uh, versus Peter Pan and the whole world of Neverland is like, like all bumped up and cheery and animated and everything and then throughout the whole thing you discover that uh, she's she's real she, everything is real and it and then mm-hmm. uh she realizes her uh youth and innocence once again and that's that's pretty much the story you got with christopher robin but yeah. uh but it's told in such a way that's uh that's new and it felt right. Um, do you guys want to talk about uh, some uh, some uh, something that happened at the end credits? I <laughs> flipped out. I feel like everybody in the theater was staring at me because I was just like, "Oh my!" You're God. the only one who knew yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> and they were like about to leave when it was like, yeah, and showed. I was like, and I literally like, I don't, I didn't yell, but I said it pretty loudly and then everybody like stopped <laughs> what'd you say did you say richard <laughs> no i was just like oh my god it's him and then david was just like what and i was like who? yeah that's that's the guy and yeah <laughs> it for those who don't know uh well you guys should know what we're uh, alluding to uh is that we're talking about uh richard sherman Makes a rare on-screen appearance uh, as him, I, I guess himself yeah. or something like that, and he's playing piano on the beach, and he's uh, he's doing a song, new song called "Busy Doing Nothing," with all the people who worked for uh, for Winslow, played by by uh, Mark Gatiss. and uh, at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the music number. Uh, something. Uh, I some of the employees say, "Okay, this beach has just gotten a little strange." Er, <laughs> and then they look to uh to a couple of a uh, beach uh beach seats, and uh, Pooh, Piglet, Tigger, and Eeyore are sunbathing, and Eeyore says his famous line, "Thanks for noticing." <laughs> it, it 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 was good. It was a good note to leave the movie off it was amazing um, i was my disney heart was <laughs> geeking out it was great <laughs> disney diehards definitely got a, <laughs> a, a good surprise at the end um they pretty much watched a concert with uh with richard sherman on the beach with weenie the pooh <laughs> that's badass <laughs> uh yeah and anything what else is there to talk about i mean oh there was one thing i did not like about the movie but i mean it's like it's okay okay Um, what'd you 
What do you have issues with? The heffalumps. Oh, you didn't like that storyline? I, no, no, no. I, it was like a two second scene and they didn't even do the song, which is my favorite song. Oh, the heffalumps and woozles. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it was cool how they, that they did include it, but like, I wish there was just a, a little bit more. Oh, you, so it's like a little Marion creative nitpick. Yeah. So to speak. Uh, which is which is fair. I mean, <laughs> uh, I the day that I was expecting going into the movie was seeing a full on live creation of the opening of Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Like when they're panning through uh, Christopher Robin's bedroom. Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna start off with him in the bedroom, uh, and then I uh, transition into going into the into the world, and the song will play. I thought that was what they were gonna do, and like, deep in the hundred acre, and then it'll cue mm-hmm. the cue the characters and everything. But no, it automatically starts off a uh, very uh, Alice in Wonderland ish with them <laughs> at a table, and uh, and the rest of the story comes up from there. I mean, you do get subtle hints of it. Um, in the opening song from the movie, the deep in the hundred acre wood, and then it kind of stops until the honey pour, uh, until the honey is spilt, mm-hmm. and then that's the time you get the full on song. But other than that, I think that I uh, it really uh, it it was used properly. I must say, without yeah. it being a uh, a. Uh, monotonous so mm-hmm. to speak i also really liked uh Pooh like in uh christopher robin's house i thought like when he <laughs> breaks down everything <laughs> yeah stairs He's like, work. oh yeah <laughs> those aren't stairs those are shelves no wonder why they didn't hold up <laughs> <laughs> and then like one of the cans fell and yeah. then the other <laughs> half of the shelf completely like fell down hilarious um i had a little bit of issue with uh with a plot that went nowhere um and that was with the next door neighbor yeah i was about to say that (laughs) and they he was like oh we gotta play rugby sometime and then he was like okay uh we'll we'll play rugby sometime uh later but then they don't they don't uh, there's Do like anything. no payoff yeah. mm-hmm. payoff to that so I was like okay I mean I guess he was there to prove that you know oh no play not even adult play it's all work 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 I guess he was there for that purpose mm. but you know if you could have easily just done that with the kids with the yeah. kid and everything like oh the kid will show uh, Christopher Robin the meaning of fun and everything so I that that was the one issue I had with the movie. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard to be mad at a movie like this because it's so <laughs> wholesome. It's like uh, there's a documentary that came out recently called uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor" with about the about Mister Rogers mm-hmm. and like what he did. And it's kind of hard to critique a movie like that when it's so wholesome and pure and so filled with like you know heart actual heart and that's the that's the part where you're like okay i i can't be mad at that because it it, it has so much good in it like mm-hmm. good spirits 
and that Disney was let off easy this time uh, because of that. But I, it, it's it's definitely really hard to do something like. That. What else did you guys like? Uh, what other scenes stuck out to you? Um, I really liked the the balloon that they had the bl- the red balloon in there. Oh man, mm. the balloon! Wait, <laughs> I I lol'd when he was like, I, and which balloon would you like? The red one. <laughs> 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 I, I liked his constant, like, talking to, like, normal people and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> all, I love all that scene where the taxi driver is talking to the policeman. <laughs> yeah, and then the policeman <laughs> sees what's going on, and then everything. Did you see that there was a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, little cameo in there? Mackenzie Crook, who played uh, Oh, Rigetti. yeah, yeah. From the first three pirates movies was uh, in there. No, yeah, in he that was scene. the he was the newspaper guy. Oh, is that the one with the eye? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's that was Rigetti from uh from uh, Pirates, but yeah, so that's where he was. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, it was very weird seeing a Disney logo come up and actual uh war and combat happening. Oh, uh, yeah. But I'm, I kind of like that they added that, though, because it made you understand more as to why he, like... Why he's was... jaded. Yeah. And so focus on anything, like, PTSD, almost. Um, mm-hmm. A and, little bit, yeah. Which I wish they would have dealt more into that. That would have added stakes to the actual story. Mm-hmm. Um, other than workaholic, because in this day and age, especially the our economy um it's very easy to become a workaholic and no uh no fun uh more work kind of uh a mindset going in mm-hmm. so uh so it wasn't as uh grasping like if you it was like a ptsd thing and him trying to capture recapture uh uh innocence i think that would have been a better angle to go with mm-hmm. um because the work story has been done all the time, but like if they did the PTSD angle, then I think it would have been number one. It would have been a good education on a on a what happens after a terrible tragedy happens and everything. So I think that would have been a a lot better uh, route to go. But uh, the way that it was played off, I I I think it was I think it was good. So. Uh, so five honey pots out of five, I I would say. <laughs> yes, I love uh, this movie so much. Uh, what else did you love about the movie? Honestly, just like a lot of the things that Pooh says, I like. I need to see it again to yeah. remember all of them. Like when he's in the train and he's seeing ev- or saying everything that he sees. House <laughs> tree. um yeah just and then what is when he keeps repeating that um christopher robin's bosses are gonna eat him alive (laughs) yeah and he actually thinks like he he mishears winslow yeah and he thinks it's like woozle (laughs) and like the genuine terror happens and then for a little bit, it turns into like a, a 
Big Fish slash uh, Skyfall opening sequence uh, where he's like in the in the puddle in the in the not the puddle the hole the hole and the hole starts filling up with water mm-hmm. and he's like starts having like a dream sequence and he sees a heffalump there and uh, just for a little bit like if you want your acid trip there there it is <laughs> um so yeah uh what else did you like about the movie mm, i did like how the daughter interacted with the the stuff the characters the characters yes you know to be honest i wouldn't mind if they did like a tv show in the style of uh this movie with uh with uh that little girl as the lead i think it would have to be more and it has to be definitely animated if they did a show with her uh-huh either that or another movie movie live action mm-hmm. okay like something 100 acre wood call it 100 acre wood and then do something like that i don't know disney has a streaming service coming out yeah if they want to capitalize on this weenie the pooh thing i think that would be a wise choice to do mm-hmm. i don't think they should do another live action one though i feel like this one worked really well live action because uh-huh. it was just it was a different story and it was a new new story and like the characters did something different than what they usually do. But uh-huh. I think that may just be, like, a one-time thing. And, like, when they are in, like, the Hundred Acre Woods and all that, like, when it's just them, I do feel like um, animated would work best. Mm-hmm. Work best instead of live action? Yeah. So, like, transit. so have part of it live action and then part of it uh animated like in her in the real world she's uh she's human and then in the in hundred acre wood uh it's animated something like that or just all animated i think all at least for me like all animated yeah i mean that'd be that'd be a cool idea if but like you had to do a lot in the real world i think okay creative nitpicking wise i think they should have made the hundred acre wood uh, a little bit brighter so you could mm-hmm. differentiate the real world from the hundred acre wood yeah mm-hmm. yeah like kind like kind of saturate the colors a little bit because that's what uh, like how they did it in the beginning yeah like have those colors be saturated instead of all like even when it did get bright when the sun finally did come up uh it it, it still looked like that uh desaturated kind of almost reverse sepia toned mm-hmm. to the to the hundred acre wood but nevertheless it, it was it was nice the eeyore's house had a lot more sticks than in the <laughs> animated <laughs> yeah like it was like a nest it was like okay if you watch sesame street and you know what a big bird's nest looks like that's what uh eeyore's house looked like except it was triangle <laughs> instead of circular so i think everything was like that and then and then my homeboy peter capaldi was rabbit and that was always i i really couldn't tell that that was peter capaldi to yeah me it. too um and also the constant battle of the wits between owl and rabbit <laughs> <laughs> 
uh how is rabbit because rabbit is portrayed rabbit and owl are portrayed like real animals how are they still alive for real honestly rabbit just reminded me of uh the white rabbit from alice in wonderland the the live action (laughs) yeah a little bit like the similar design except one's brown and one's uh yeah one's white uh so i think i think uh yeah so final thoughts guys final thoughts on this uh on this review i loved it go watch it adorable adorable definitely adorable sweeter than honey i would i would say it is very it is a very comforting movie other than that one part where christopher robin you could go shut the fuck up <laughs> um, but other than that i think it's a really well uh, i think it's a well executed film i think that's the way i could put it i nitpicks here and there yeah definitely mm-hmm. um but for what it was trying to convey and what it was setting out to do it set out to do it well and uh, that's what you could ask from a movie especially of a lackluster uh year in film this this year has been so because there hasn't been very many movies i could point out and say yes that is that is a great movie great time sitting down and watching and this movie definitely uh satisfies that that palette i am good for the year i don't need to watch any other movie that's coming out uh mary poppins excuse me mary poppins uh no thank you i'll stick to (laughs) My 1962 movie that came out. What about the Nutcracker? I'm I'm like excited for the you Nutcracker. Mean only these for... nuts? No, I'm kidding. Oh my <laughs> god! For one reason, but we'll see. Okay. What 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 movie? The Nutcracker. Oh, what's the one reason? Um, this Mexican actor is gonna come out in the movie, and I'm just very excited to see him. In a Disney movie. <laughs> Isn't he playing the Rat King? I believe that's who he is playing. Okay. Alright. Didn't you see... Didn't you say you saw a performance with him or something like that at D23? No, no. Um, The choreographer did one of the dances oh, from the did movie. did one of the dances from the movie. Yeah. Okay. Was it in, like, the classic Nutcracker... Uh, style like did he did he dance it like the nutcracker or was it like a combination of something else it was like ballet with like um what's it called like um i don't know what dances are called (laughs) just like i don't know hip-hop hip-hop yeah it was like a combination of like uh ballet and hip-hop i mean it was cool It, it was it was kind of whatever to me, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coming this, uh, coming this uh, winter, a uh, uh, new hit single from Kanye West for Disney's The Nutcracker coming soon. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I I really like the movie, and it, from the looks of it, it seems like the Morenos really like the the movie as well. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's something else. So, did you uh, like what you heard here, ladies and gentlemen? Well, you guys can have some more magic at podcast.com, iTunes.com, and Google Play Music. 
And uh, if you want to go and check out some more material, we have Red Spotlight Entertainment at all of those uh, websites. And uh, Red Spotlight Entertainment has its very own vlog series in which they review movies and sweat it out in a car and talk about it (laughs) called The After Darks, which you could check out on YouTube.com. So with me, I have uh, Alexis Moreno and David Moreno, and I'm Kyle Lira. When you wish upon a star, make no difference who you are. Anything your heart desires will come to you. Happy place. Welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you.